Welcome back to Living With MS, Truth Be Told. My name is Marie Heron, your host. And today we're going to be interviewing a mom who has MS. She's a bit of an MS warrior. And she's actually a very faithful uh, Truth Be Told follower. Um, I want everybody to welcome to Truth Be Told, Sherry Robishaw. How are you, Sherry? So nice of you to join us. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Good. Um you have uh, you, tell us a little bit about your diagnosis um, and and the symptoms and how they presented themselves to you. Well, I um, when I was having my children, I I was always sick, and my husband always said to me, "Why are you always sick?" So I just I went to the doctor, and he pretty much told me that all I was was a complainer. So I kind of gave up on the doctors, but I was working in our construction company. And what happened was I woke up one morning and I went to go to the bedroom door and I had vertigo so bad I couldn't get to the door. Okay, so can I ask you, when you say you were sick, what what uh, sick as in, like what was presenting? Were you dizzy, dizzy spells or? Um, at the time I was just never feeling well. Didn't okay. matter what I did. I was always fatigued and I had major headaches all the time mm-hmm. and muscle aches and pains through the body and just really, really tired. Right, right. So at what point then did they, they finally diagnose you? Um, right when I woke up and I had vertigo, right. I went to the hospital and they said I had vertigo. They sent me home and the next day I woke up and my whole right side was numb, like as if I had a stroke. Right. And my husband came into the bedroom, and he went to go say goodbye, goodbye in the morning. And I, when he walked in the bedroom, I couldn't remember what his name was. Really? I said, yeah. I said, I know I'm married to you, but I have no idea what your name is. And I can hear the kids getting ready for school. I know they're my kids, and I know their names just from hearing them. So it was really scary because I actually thought I had a stroke. So nothing, nothing was connecting like that. So the no. warriors, yeah, okay, okay. No, and yeah. so he he took me into the doctor, and she sent me to a neurologist right away that day. Mm-hmm. And when we went into his office, it was late in the day, and he just fit me in. But I guess because they went to school together, and he said this woman is she's like she's very active, and there's something definitely wrong. Right. But he he he, he told me his opinion on what he thought that I had MS. Oh, he told he you, like, okay. Yeah, he just came out and said, I. he did all the tests and everything, he says, I feel you have MS. Now, was this before your MRI? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so this was just based on the um, on the usual yeah. tests that they do, touch your nose, touch mm-hmm. your... Yeah, okay. And he said, from what you're going through, he said, I would suggest what I would want you to do is start steroids and start the DMTs. The disease modifying treatment. Right. And he he gave me the one that he wanted me to try, and so he sent me home with um, the steroid, which was uh, um, what is it? What, what I can't remember the name yeah. of it yeah. right offhand. But anyway, I started the steroids, and they he set up an emergency MRI. Within a couple of weeks, I had the MRI, and the doctor called me on May 24th. I'll never forget that weekend. It was actually May 24th, the day, 
at 8.30 in the morning, she called me and she told me that it was confirmed with the MRI that I have MS. Okay. Did you know what it, did you know what MS was? Did you? Um, I had a girlfriend who had it, so I kind of had an idea, but I never really looked into it. Yeah. Like I, like just like everybody else, it seems with me having MS, they didn't, they don't, they just ask a lot of questions, and and nobody really understood what it was. Okay. Now they're starting to feel comfortable with asking me what I'm going through, what it's about. So. Now, can I ask you, Sherry, when you were diagnosed, did they give you any kind of um, prognosis? or? Well, I just come out and ask them, am I going to die of it, or am I going to end up in a wheelchair, or am I going to end up in a home like my girlfriend did? And he said, I can't tell you what you're going to end up like. He said, everybody is different. Mm-hmm. And he said, with you being into health and fitness, he says, you... He says, I don't even want to tell you you're going to go in a wheelchair. He says, all we can do is just monitor it and hope for the best. Great. Okay. Now, I know that you're a loyal follower of the podcast. Um, you were actually one of our first followers. If I noticed that. Um, <laughs> uh, what, I just wanted to ask you, what do you enjoy about these podcasts? Um, it just lets me know what everybody else is going through and how similar what, of what I've had to go through. And it's nice to know what how others deal with Emma. Yeah. And okay. I look forward to learning something new to try to help my symptoms. Because I, my, myself, I still have symptoms. And the last checkup I actually have had, they told me I have pseudo-relapses. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, he said that means that the disease-modifying drugs are working. You still have a relapse. However, there's no damage done. Right. Okay. So I experience having a relapse, but there's never been any damage so far, touch wood. Now, I've noticed from the feedback I get from you um, on the Facebook that you seem to especially like the podcast where we focus on health and exercise. Do you want to tell us why that's important to you and what your experience with nutrition and exercise has been? Sure. Um Well, before I got sick, I was actually into health and fitness, and I had lost 45 pounds before I got sick. Mm -hmm. And a week before I woke up with vertigo, I actually ran my first four miles with my daughter. Okay. And that really got me addicted to fitness and health. So when I actually got the diagnosis, I went back to health and fitness. Due to, I went to the internet and I found another woman as Tony Robbins is, find somebody who's been successful and follow them and do what they do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went back into exercising and I take protein shakes every day for breakfast mm-hmm. and I try to eat healthy and it really makes a big difference because if I fall off that wagon, then I find my MS gets more active again with symptoms. Yeah, and I, I tend I tend to agree with you. I mean, we've had so many people on the podcast who have talked about, um, you know, um, you know, exercising and, and plant based diets, and you know, I've sort of experimented with stuff like banana cookies, and you know, I'm not going to say my yeah. husband's a fan, but you know, I'm really enjoying them. Um, mm-hmm. Without asking you to relive it, I know that you went through a particularly hard time. Uh, with a family member who had a severe accident. How did you manage your MS through such a stressful time? Um, Well, 
like you know, my daughter rolled her car, as, and uh, she she got uh, she's got a she got a severe concussion because she rolled it eight times, and she got a brain injury from it. Mm-hmm. So it caused a lot of stress for me, which flamed up my MS. So right. I just took her to the doctor, and I went to the doctor and said, "Look, I need some help here because the stress is getting to me, mm-hmm. and if you don't help me, I'll end up being sick again." Right. So they actually hooked her up with the same kind of program I got when I got sick. It's called Closing the Gap. It's available in Ontario. I don't know if it's available in any other provinces in Canada. But what they do is they they do an assessment and they send occupational therapists. They do physiotherapy with you and they come to your home and they help you find uh, the social worker will actually help you find help for doing groceries and like personal care and stuff so this program has really helped me deal with the stress because it takes a load off of me now sorry to interrupt Sherry, but closing the gap is that a provincial program or is that a sponsored by one of the drug companies or no it's a provincial program and you can get it through your doctor some doctors aren't quite aware of it but it depends on which area you are in Ontario as to what services are available for people that need the help. Mm-hmm. And when I got when I got involved with them originally, I got a social worker, and she helped me a lot. Right. She helped me manage with everything. They do all your paperwork, trying to apply for ODSP or uh, Canada Pension Disability. They help you fill out all the papers, which right. takes out takes a lot of the stress off when you're ill. Okay, well, that's so. good to know, Sherry. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, if someone is listening in to Truth Be Told for the first time, what would you want them to know about your life with MS? Uh, that my life's not over. It's actually just changed. I've had to learn to accept the changes to make my life better instead of I have to make sure my life is lived in a positive outlook instead of negative. I may not be able to do the things I used to do in some cases, but I also am benefiting looking after myself now. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice feeling when you you know, you dedicate uh, yourself to your own self-healing, you know. I mean, not saying mm-hmm. that in a selfish way, but when you have that understanding that if you're not well, you're not in a position to look after anybody else. Exactly. Okay, so for someone who is newly diagnosed, what are the three things you would like them to hear? Three things. Hmm. Um, first of all, it's not a, de- a death sentence. It's just that you have to um, you have to put yourself first mm-hmm. and try to live a balanced and healthy, healthier, active life. Right. And try to look out for the positive and not dwell on the negative. And if you have a bad day, take the bad day and get up the next day and start over again. Oh, wonderful. Love it. Love and it. I would suggest them to be their own advocate and ask questions. Yeah, I think that's important. And I, I want to thank you very much for sharing that. Um, yeah. yeah. So Sherry, um, I know you've had a really brutal summer this year with the uh, fires up around where you are. So on behalf of everybody at Truth Be Told, I want to tell you to please take care. Let us know how you're doing. Um, and um, thank you so much for being our guest this morning. I really appreciate it. And I hope you'll continue to follow us um, on the podcast. Of course. And thanks for having me. No worries. You take care. Oh, you too. And thanks for doing what you're doing. Okay, hon. Thank you. Bye. Okay, have a great day. Thanks. 
Bye. Bye.